0: Or you listening to this podcast now? Settle in, grab a cuppa. to so the Valesco Fitness Collective Podcast with James and Ellie Hey team, welcome back to the Valesco Fitness Collective Podcast. It's Ellie and I this week talking a little bit about the gym. So it's kind of updates what's changing as of what's being coined Freedom Day next week, what new equipment's on the way, how programming looks. We've just come to the end of one block and about to start another. We've taken on quite a lot of members over the last couple of weeks and months or so. We figured this was a really good point. Just stop, take stock of where we are, reset and maybe clarify some stuff for some people, just for those that may be new to the gym, maybe new to the world of functional fitness. And for those of you that are longer term members that just want to hear about things that are going on. So we hope you enjoy it. It's nice to be back. Ellie, how's things with your your world?
1: Very good, thank you.
0: Yeah, good. I guess the obvious place to start is... Maybe what's gonna be happening as of Monday. So we're recording this on the Friday. I'm hoping it'll be out this weekend. So if you're super early to this, you'll probably be listening to this before Monday is hit. If not, it'll probably still be super relevant because you'll be in the first week or so of, of the changes taking place. So uh, I'm assuming there's gonna be some changes as of Monday based on where we're at now.
1: There are some, but nice. we're not uh we're not going all out and getting rid of everything as it
0: is at present nice okay so what's what's the sort of um i mean at the moment obviously we've got a very specific area in which to train the floor is all marked out the equipment that people are going to need for their workouts is all in their boxes we've got masks we've got social distancing we've got one-way systems you know a whole load of stuff that's designed to keep people super safe what changes come monday
1: the only real significant change as of Monday is that we are no longer making masks mandatory. Um, the rest so at the minute the, the, the plan is for the station the stations will stay. Um the kit will stay on the stations, um, and we are still asking people to be respectful of other people's space. Aim to have a little bit of distance between each other, which is the the primary reason really for for keeping the gym set up exactly as it is um, at the moment. The we're we're aware that some people will still be feeling a bit nervous, that some people are not particularly looking forward to Freedom Day um, as it's been referred to. <laughs> um, we want to start making steps towards the reduction of restrictions, but we don't just want to rip the plaster off. We think it would be um, a little bit premature and a little bit silly to do so. And we want to try and make sure that as many people are as happy and comfortable as possible. So no masks are mandatory. If you want to wear them, please do. Um, If you are not wearing a mask and there are people who are, be aware that that is potentially a signal that they are still a little bit nervous. So respect that and don't, don't get too close to them in terms of moving around the gym, same rules apply little bit of distance where you can. Um, if you want to clean the kit, obviously you still can, we're still going to be asking people to wait outside between classes, particularly at the minute Who wouldn't want to wait outside in the glorious sunshine anyway. <laughs> um, just to stop groups of people gathering in small and spaces. So that will stay for the time being, but before, um, the less favourable weather arrives, we will be looking at um, alternatives because we don't want people waiting out in the cold and the rain when, when that weather arrives. So there will be a solution for that. Um, but that that's in terms of the actual gym setup up with regards to social distancing and current restrictions, mask is the only real significant change as of Monday.
0: Nice. I, I do think you're overlooking quite an important change for for some people and that's that we probably won't be quite as fussy about <laughs> tops off training. So <laughs> jokes aside, especially with the warmer weather, um, you know, ditching, ditching T-shirts, going back to, you know, classic CrossFit sweaty mess is not officially back, but it you know won't be quite but as managed. <laughs> yeah, but it's back. Um, it's, it's a really good point as well. I think we say it at the start of classes as well, there will be people whose level of comfort doesn't reflect your own. And just being aware of that, I think for the most part, people are comfortable passing equipment between each other, moving around the gym, grabbing the equipment that they need whilst respecting other members. And I think that's the that's the theme, isn't it? Just be sensible, be respectful, grab what you need, look after yourself, look after each other. Because there will be people that naturally are a little bit more worried about the easing of restrictions and there'll be people that can't wait for them to ease. So we need to find that middle ground where the, the gym is still a comfortable place for people to be. And it's still people's safe space and the place they enjoy to come and, and work out together and see their friends. Agreed. So, yeah. I think
1: I think on that, the only other thing says so is that if you are nervous about anything or you're made to feel more nervous than you have done previously, and there is something that is, it's within your coach's remit to be able to control or influence, please do speak to your coach. You don't have to call it out in front of the whole class, but if you're feeling uncomfortable about something, either speak to your coach on the day or drop us an email, message on Instagram, whatever it might be, just to make us aware. Cause as as James has said, we are trying to find the happy medium and we're aware that a happy medium doesn't please everybody all the time. But if there are people who are feeling particularly uncomfortable out there and they feel like they need to have that voice heard, then please don't hesitate to get in contact with us because we want to make sure that as many of you as possible are still feeling like this is your safe
0: place after Monday. Nice. What's the um What's the approach to kit sharing? Oh, so I know there's and we're going to move on to the programming in, in, a, in a moment. So this might be a nice segue in terms of partner workouts, Saturdays, partner workouts in classes as well, On you know, on a deload week, for instance, how what's the advice for people that want to share or don't want to share?
1: Um- so historically, for those of you who are new to us in the last 18 months, the gym it used to look very different, um, but we used to run things quite differently. So people used to share racks and barbells. Um, if at the start of a class there was a skill element that was being practiced like toes to bar or pull-ups, people would happily share pull-up bars and just take it in turns because as you'll all be aware, in the first part of the class after the warm-up, there is a lot of time spent resting or not squatting pressing practicing gymnastics whatever it might be so there's always plenty of opportunity for people to work using the same kit our plan long term is to for everybody to get back to that because it's one of the things that i think historically has always been has always stood out to people in here and it's something that a lot of our um older or longer standing members will remember and really enjoy is that social aspect it is the community aspect it's getting to know other people and and if you're sharing the same kit there's more likely to be um kind of friendships formed and cheering each other on and supporting each other and helping each other so we want to get back to that at the moment what we're saying is that you're on your own station so if you don't want to share your kit for the time being you don't have to But if you are in class with a friend or with somebody who you think might be open to the idea of sharing kit, then your coaches will be saying at the start of the class, if in the next phase of your class you want to share kit, please feel free to do so. And you can do that with or without masks. When it comes to the actual metcons at the moment, everybody will use their own kit as they always have done. No one should be... um, able to have a conversation while doing a Metcon because if you can, you're probably not working quite hard enough. So you don't need that same social interaction so that the, the Metcon stage of it, everyone, unless it's a partner workout, will, will be using their own kit.
0: Great. Thanks, Al. So in terms of the programming, then we've touched on it in the sense that everything will be programmed to be done individually. I think this is part, part of what we wanted to get from this particular podcast is we've taken on quite a lot of new members over the last couple of weeks and months and everybody will have a different level of understanding of fitness, functional fitness, different movements. And we use terms both in class and, and you know, here in the podcast that will be better known to some than others. We figured this was probably a good platform to kind of clarify what some of those things mean, clarify the thinking behind some things as well. So, now, oh, first of all, what do I mean when I say that we've just reached the end of one block of programming and we're about to start another?
1: You mean that we have, we've just been through a 12-week, well, it's actually a 14-week cycle block of programming, um, which means that the 12 weeks were designed with specific um, goals um, and stimulus for members. So... What we were looking to do would be to build strength in specific areas or fitness in certain areas, um, and we do that by what we call programming.
0: Nice. So week on week, there's a bit of a plan, all working towards like a finite end goal, consistent every week. It makes it measurable so people know where they're at, know where they're going. You'll gradually start to understand your percentages, and there's a a bit of an underlying plan of attack to – gradually improve people over a a 12 to well so in fact you said 12 weeks and then 14 weeks where are those where did those extra two weeks come from?
1: Deload the the clue is in the name um it's basically it's a week that we take and in here we choose to do it every seventh week so you'll do six weeks of the of the main program and then there's a deload week and it is basically taking the intensity out of your training for a week, so you still get sweaty. Taking some of the intensity out doesn't necessarily mean that it's particularly easy. I know a few people have, have had a few choice words for the amount of running that there's been this week, um, but it's just it's an opportunity to allow your body and your mind because it takes quite a lot of mental energy sometimes to dig deep and go hard in a workout to just chill out a little bit. It's about moving through a workout. It's about focusing on moving well. It's about breathing um so i suppose deload can be can be rephrased to de-stressing i guess it's a bit of a de-stress for your body and your mind but still allowing you to train
0: nice okay great thank you so i guess with that idea in mind then do people have to come to every single session every single week to continually improve what your what your thoughts
1: absolutely not so we do have set movements on specific days so that people who want to focus on something specific can do so um sometimes people are very aware that perhaps their upper body strength is not what they want it to be so they will always come on a tuesday and then the other days will be a little bit more random um having said that because of the way that we train it's we never focus on you know we don't have lower body day or upper body day yes we have days where you'll be more focused on one than the other but for instance Metcon Mayhem on a Wednesday you may well have box jumps, wall balls, um, dumbbell shoulder to overhead so within that you've got working on leg and shoulder strength so you don't need to come in every single session every day to get better in fact that will probably for most people, be counterproductive because you will end up overtraining, which will mean that you won't get the results that you want. So three to four times a week. If you want to focus on something really specific, maybe think about trying to organize your week so you come in every Tuesday and the other days are a bit more random or every Monday, depending on what it is you want. But if you miss a week, it's not gonna set you back. You're not gonna not get the results that you want at the end of the block of programming.
0: Wicked, okay, so on that then, I guess first of all would you suggest people that are maybe newer to this way of training and this intensity alter the amount of times they train or do you think the advice is is fairly blanket
1: i think i think the only way to do it if you're new is it sounds a bit wishy-washy perhaps but is to listen to your body um if if you're new to us but you have done a lot of other training historically you might find that for the first couple of weeks you've got a few aches and pains but generally you settle into a routine where you can maintain training four to five times a week and if that suits you and your body can handle it by all means do it if coming to us was your first kind of toe in the water of of training and being at a gym then it's highly unlikely that you will be able to maintain four or five sessions a week for a prolonged period of time without starting to feel really tired. So my advice would be, if you're super new to training, two, maybe three times a week for the first month, if you still feel good, three, maybe do a full session every other week and just build it up slowly because your your body will tell you how it's feeling, how you're responding to training, but you need to bear in mind that by the time you're starting to feel fatigued and tired if it's every day you're probably going to need to take a little bit of time out to reset that so you almost don't want to get to the point where you're feeling that fatigue daily nice
0: yeah i think i think i mean personally i i enjoy and work quite well when i listen to my body and if i need to maybe last minute swap a rest day maybe focus on my nutrition for a day or, or or focus on, I guess, recovery more so than training for one or two days so that I know I can come back to the gym feeling good and limit my risk of injury. It's not unusual that I'll call last minute rest days. I listen to my body quite a lot. And some weeks that might mean that I take three rest days. Other weeks, I might do a 10, 12 day stretch before I consider resting. I, I listen to my body a lot. There's probably a, a happy medium somewhere in there. But, you know, if you're feeling great, lean into it. Don't be afraid to embrace it. Equally, if you're not feeling 100%, back off the volume, back off the intensity, maybe take a rest day, focus on nutrition, get a really good night's sleep and come back stronger the following day.
1: There's a really good point in there that, that James has just made as well. I want to just expand on a little bit is that if – if you if you're somebody who only has limited time in the week because of your job or because of responsibilities at home or whatever so you know maybe you're a monday tuesday thursday trainer and those are the only sessions that you can do and maybe thursday rolls around and you think you know what i'm i'm not feeling brilliant but this is my last opportunity to train before next monday then maybe think about still coming in but take out the intensity you don't have to always come in and hit every class at 110%. In terms of like the strength work, we give percentages, but they are purely a guideline. If you're not feeling great, instead of doing 90% of your one rep max, do 90% of what you think you're capable of that day and, and kind of rein it back in a little bit, go a little bit slower to work out, move a little bit less weight, you know, maybe just give yourself the opportunity or, you know, permission to come to the gym, but not to have to give it a hundred percent every time you walk in.
0: Nice. They, um, it's a really good point. And intensity is probably the last variable that you should add. You know, if you think about the CrossFit methodology, actually mechanics is the most important thing. Consistency is the next most important thing. And then when you can consistently move well, that's when you add the intensity. So if you're at a point of maybe feeling a bit achy or you've got a bit of an injury or you're feeling a bit tired, actually focusing on consistently good mechanics and just taking out that third level of intensity actually is A, recommended, and probably, secondly, the thing you're going to get the most from as well. You mentioned percentages. I did. I think for some people that might be a new way of training. For others, it might be really well known. And I know historically, if I think back, you know, a couple of years ago, there was probably a mix of percentages and, you know, recommended weight. What should somebody do if they don't know, let's say they're they're in their first couple of weeks, so they haven't had the the chance to build up to a maximal load, so they don't know what their 50% of their 1RM is, or if maybe even for, you know, they're not too new, but they simply, you know, maybe a new lift to them. And again, they don't really know where their top end is. What suggestion or advice would you have for somebody trying to figure out a a set percentage of a given weight on a given movement?
1: I think there's a couple of ways to approach it. Um, My advice in my specific classes would be, one of two things either ignore completely ignore what's on the board other than the specific movement so let's say we're doing front squats let's say in the first week this might give you a bit of clear what you'll be doing on monday <laughs> in the first week we're doing three sets of 10 at 50 percent of your one rep max and for some people i'll go great i know what my one rep max is i know what i need to warm up and then i've got my three sets of 10 if you don't know what that is ignore the percentages and go, I'm going to use this time to just build to a set of 10 over five sets, for instance, um, that feels somewhere between a five and a seven out of 10 in terms of effort. The other thing that you can do is to use the percentages as a guideline for feel, which is another way of reframing what I've just said, I guess. But it's, you know, some people, it might be five by five at 80%. So do five sets of five that feel like an eight out of 10. So pretty tough, pretty challenging, but you're moving well, the weight's secure, you're not in danger of failing. It's going to make you work hard, but it's still within a, it's taking to the edge of your comfort zone, but it's still within it.
0: Nice. Like when a doctor what? says, out of 10, how much does it hurt? Correct. And you say, nine out of 10, because you've got a cut on your finger. <laughs> um, okay, great. And I think something maybe associated with that as well. And I don't do a very good job of this. When I attend specific classes. And some people do a much better job than others, because you can kind of go in and see who, who uses it and who doesn't. And for some people, it will be more important to some than others as well, is actually using Wodify as your logbook. So it's very easy to see What if as a booking system and kind of that be that. It has the ability with every given workout on any given day for you to record your lifts. So whether that's the amount of time it took you to complete a Metcon, whether it's the maximum load that you lifted for a 3RM back squat, whether it's how quickly you did a 1K row, all of these things that over time will be a useful set of data. Make a note of them somewhere, whether that's like a little black book, whether it's a gym logging app on your iPhone, have it written down somewhere so that it's, you can refer back to it. So I has this feature built in. You can see other people that have done the same thing on the same day. So if you do enjoy leaderboarding and seeing where you stack up, I is set up to accommodate that if you want to be a little bit competitive it also just serves as a really good place for you to input your data so when you hit you know 50 front squats you know already okay i can see what my one rm is i can see what my percentages are i know what weight i need to lift you know it takes the maths out of it for you so that is another thing to think about is how you actually use the what app for for tracking as well other devices are available as well as iphone by the way other devices are available <laughs> but why would you? Um, I might need to edit that out. (laughs) (laughs) So I'll have two questions then. One we've started talking about, which is the programming from Monday. Before I move on to that, we've kind of touched on it already. If we've we've talked about maybe not feeling great and coming in and still scaling back the weight or taking the intensity out, what if you've got an injury or a niggle or something that stops you actually doing the movement that's on the board, not necessarily the weight that's on the board.
1: Okay. Um, so if you've got if you've got an injury, talk to us about it first and foremost. Please do not come into classes and try and manage it yourself. Um, there might be things that you think are helping and are not, but it also helps us as coaches to do our jobs. Better. I'm not even sure that's very good English, but I'll roll with it. It enables us to do a better job of coaching if we're aware of any injuries. If at the start of your class your coach says, "Is anyone carrying any injuries that I need to be aware of?" And you don't want to shout about it. Absolutely fine. Um, just have a quiet word with us um, as we're wandering around the classes, but still come in. Um, we can help you work around injury um, in all sorts of ways and in ways that you you may not be able to necessarily foresee yourself. Um, I guess in line with that as well is is if there's something if you're very new to us and you see something in Watify that you can't do because you don't think you have the current skill level to be able to do it, there is absolutely no reason not to come in because as you will have found out on your intro, we scale everything. We look at ways of helping you develop the strength and the skills in order to meet the the, the the RX or the recommended or the or the, the workout as it is programmed. So let's take pull-ups for instance, most people want to learn how to do pull-ups, most people come to us and they, they can't necessarily do them, that doesn't mean that we don't program them or that the people who can do pull-ups are the only ones that are in the classes that day, what it means is that for people who can do them, great, carry on doing them, get better at them, for those people who can't, we will help you scale it. We will give you variations of that movement that target the same muscle group that will help you develop the strength and the skill you need to eventually learn how to do pull-ups.
0: Wicked. Thanks. So we've already shared that Mondays, I'm guessing, are front squats for our next block of programming. What does the rest of the week look? So You've probably noticed already a bit of a theme over the last couple of weeks whereby we do similar movements on similar days. That allows it to be consistent, measurable, allows you to track progress. It allows the periodization of the programming to support your training. That's not changing, but the movements and the focuses are. So do you want to give us a run through the week?
1: Sure thing. So Mondays, front squats with some accessory single leg Strength work, i.e. lunges. So for some of you, that might be a good thing. For those of you who have just gone, oh, no, I really don't like lunges, definitely come in on a Monday because being able to use your legs individually and being strong um, unilaterally, single leg at a time, um, is super important. Tuesdays is still upper body, but we're looking at push press instead of strict press. Wednesdays are staying as MatCon Mayhem. Um, I think we would have a mutiny on our hands if we were to change it, ironically. Um, Thursdays will change. So instead of it being power cleans, we're going to be looking at gymnastic skill. Um, And within the 12-week block, there are going to be three smaller blocks which look at the gymnastic skills. So um, each block is going to be four weeks. We're going to look at toes to bar for four weeks. We're going to look at handstand press-ups for four weeks. And we're going to look at pull-ups for four weeks. Friday is still going to be lower body dominance, so posterior chain, so the back side of your body uh, is your posterior chain, with specific focus um, on building glute strength. Saturday's gymnastics is switching to strict pull-ups. Um, for two reasons. One, we've had a lot of requests of people who want to learn how to do strict pull-ups or pull-ups at all, which is which is super cool anyway. The second being is that gymnastic skill um, takes a lot of upper back core strength, building your lats, building that area of the body, um, and actually doing strict pull-ups is one of the best ways to do that. So if you develop upper body strength that allows you to do strict pull-ups, you will probably find that without even practicing things like toes to bar, hands down, press ups and a range of other movements will actually get easier. Um, And then weightlifting classes are changing to snatch and power snatch. So we don't do a huge amount of that in main classes. Um, But if you are a keen weightlifter, come to a weightlifting class. If you're not a keen weightlifter and you think you might enjoy it, Come along, see how you get on, um, or if you just want to get better at things generally across the board. Whether you've ever snatched a bar or not before, it really doesn't matter. The weightlifting classes are for anyone and everyone. Same as all the other classes, we will help you scale to suit your current level of ability.
0: Nice, yeah, and I'd, I'd encourage everyone to try everything. Really, you know, if you're if if you're not the most gymnasticky person in the world actually starting to expose yourself to some of those more technical movements can be really really fun you know I talk from personal experience when I came to Valesco from a powerlifting background I was really really static didn't have a lot of mobility definitely couldn't handstand walk or muscle up or or even actually just do you know good looking kipping pull-ups um even now they're a bit questionable but <laughs> exposing myself to that side of things, actually they are now some of the most fun movements I do are some of the gymnastic stuff that literally two to three years ago I I, you know, wasn't anywhere near accomplishing. Same with weightlifting as well, even if you you know, even if you don't know what a snatch or a power snatch even is, come along, and try it out, because you might find a little bit of a hidden talent or just a bit of enjoyment that you didn't really realize. It's easy to look at the class list and kind of write a load of them off and stick with what you know feel free to explore a little bit that's where that's where we we find some stuff that we might not realize is as fun as we think it is push yourself outside of your comfort comfort zone it's where we grow the most um so yeah cool what about sunday so we've gone monday to saturday how does uh, how does a sunday look what's going on
1: um sunday in terms of the classes hasn't changed so the weekends are more specific so there's there's Saturday gymnastics, which is one class, and then you've got two team workouts, which are coaches' choice. Um, and then on Sundays we have comp training and we have Sunday sweat. So they, they are staying. Um, the times have changed slightly. Comp training, sorry, guys, is half an hour earlier, so 8 to 9.30. Um, and then Sunday sweat is moving to 10 a.m., It's a 45 minute class and there's only going to be one of them, but we are increasing the number of people that can come and do it. And the reason for that is because um, we are super keen to have Leanne back in here in person at a time that is accessible to as many people as possible. So at 11 a.m. on a Sunday, Yoga will be in here in person um, in a beautifully quiet, serene gym with Leanne, and it would be great to see as many of you there as possible. It's, it's super accessible for everybody. It's the same as all the other stuff we do. You don't have to be good at yoga. You don't have to have done it before. Um, it's a restorative class on Sunday. So if you just want to leave the house and come and move without there being any intensity or any hard work, that is your class on a Sunday.
0: Nice. We have recently <laughs> done a podcast with Leanne on yoga <laughs> as well. So go back and listen to that, probably the one before last. Yep. We have also, probably useful point to flag it, we have also done a, a podcast before on programming and stimulus. So although we haven't gone overly in-depth in this episode, if you want to get a little bit more of an understanding of what we mean when we say stimulus and how the workouts are planned and what they intend to get from somebody, head back and listen to that. I think it's episode six. You said two things there, El, I want to ask you about. First of all, you maybe three things. You used, You said we've got comp training and Sunday sweat. Yep. What's the gist of those two classes for people that might be wondering or might have seen them in Wodify and not sure if they should book or not?
1: So I'm going to answer that question back to front. Um, the Sunday Sweat is effectively a shorter Metcon mayhem. It's just on a Sunday, so it's a 45-minute class. There's a warm-up and then somewhere between a 25- and 30-minute um, Sweat session, same format as as, as a Metcon Um, No heavy barbells, but you can expect to see things like the ergs, um, dumbbells, kettlebells, all that sort of stuff um, on a Sunday. So if you want to just come and blow off steam for half an hour, that's your class. Comp training is um, short for competitive training. So for those people who are at a certain level who like competing or want to compete, um, once they're able to hit a certain number of markers, That's the class they can come to. It is half an hour longer in length. It's a little bit more intense. The skill level required to attend is slightly higher. um, And it is designed to push people who, as I've said, can or want to compete.
0: Great. Okay. So if you like the Wednesday classes, team, where we have essentially a a primary focus on a METCON, which is metabolic conditioning, essentially a, a long, sweaty workout, then that session on a Sunday, that Sunday sweat session, should create the same stimulus, the same intentions. If you enjoy Wednesdays and you're about on a Sunday and you want to get an extra workout in or move a workout out of one of the weekdays and mix your rest days up a little bit, then know that that's there as well. Any other classes changing in time? Obviously, Sunday sounds like it's shifted around a little bit. Anything else?
1: One other day. So Thursday before 30 class will no longer be weightlifting. Um after polling people who attend 4:30 on a regular basis, um, we've decided to take it back to the functional fitness class. Um, and that in conjunction with the fact that there will no longer be a 7:30 functional fitness class at 7:30, um, that has become our second um comp training session of the week for a very good reason, which some of us are quite excited about. Yeah. Um we uh you some of you may have heard of um some of you probably haven't a, a very uh it's a large competition held in bath every november a uh, 12 person competition we went in 2019 had an absolute blast loved it um we've got a squad of about 20 people who are super up for it this year so our goal is to hit the qualifiers in as best shape as we can given that we, <laughs> we've only been out for the last few months. Um, Try and qualify, and if we do, we'll be going to the competition. So if we qualify, you guys will be hearing a lot more about it. But in the short term, um, the Thursday 7.30 will become our second comp session. So as not to take any functional fitness classes away from you guys, we've taken out one of the weightlifting classes and made it
0: functional fitness again. Wicked. All right, sounds great. I'm really looking forward to strength and depth as well. It should be a bit of fun. We've probably... Oh no, we haven't come to the end at all. The biggest bit of breaking news. Have we got any new equipment on the way, Ellie? We
1: might have. James and I are sitting here uh, with stupid grins on our faces. Um, we have this week ordered two bike which are the third in the series of the concept machines. So we've already got rowers, Um, We've already got the Ski Ergs, so the Bike Erg is, as you can imagine, it's a bike with an Erg in it. Um, We have been looking forward to the day that we've been able to um, order them for quite some time. They're an awesome piece of kit. You guys in classes will get to experience them on Wednesdays. You can choose to use those the same as you would a rower or an Assault Bike or the Ski Erg. I strongly suggest if the opportunity comes up to give them a go. They're good fun. They are not the same as the Assault Bike um but they are they're great pieces of kit and i know that there are quite a few people in the gym who now know they're on their way and are quite excited to receive them
0: yeah definitely a really good piece of equipment for lower body conditioning again like the rowers damper settings so you can make it harder easier really nice bit of equipment if you're you know maybe rehabbing a lower body injury or maybe you can't do something upper body and it takes your upper body out of the equation or if you're just coming in on a on a rest day or want some active recovery and you just want to sit on a bike for 40 minutes probably wouldn't recommend the assault bike for that but a bike is a perfect piece of equipment it's, it's the way i use mine it's, it's a, a style of training that they're quite popular for i think that's probably it i haven't got anything else that we haven't covered do you
1: I don't think so. I think that pretty much covers it. Um, needless to say, we're we're super keen to get into a, a new block um, of training um, and see what you guys can do with the next the next fourteen weeks. Format will be exactly the same: six weeks, deload week, six weeks, deload week. There'll be a at the end of each six weeks. There'll be in the first six weeks. There'll be like a, a, a kind of a, build to a heavy single day, and then obviously at the end of the cycle there'll be there'll be that opportunity to max out again. So hopefully you guys will um, see some some increases in strength and fitness, but also enjoy the process, which actually for me is is the most important part. Um, yeah, I think that's it.
0: Great. We've got a couple more episodes lined up. So the next one, we're hoping it's the next one, is going to be a bit of a bit of a fun one. We're hoping to get um, Ella back on and maybe another one of the coaches to join in with a bit of a Room 101 style episode. So probably very little educational content in that one. And um, Just literally, as I said that, Ellie showed me a text message from Ella that read, hell yeah. So I think Ella's in. Um, so that should be a little bit of a fun, fun episode. You'll probably get the chance to get to know us probably a little bit more intimately. We're gonna, we'll try and keep it unpolitical i won't talk for too long about Greta Thunberg and uh, <laughs> and if at all if at all we're going to we're going to pre filter some of the subjects it's quite a cool little milestone in a couple of days it will be 1 year since we started the podcast as well which is quite exciting to keep it going for a year to reach episode i think 28 or 29 is, is cool really really proud of that Hopefully it's added some value over the last 12 months while you've maybe been in need of it or just been looking for something else to to get your ears around. Hopefully it's provided a little bit of company at points. We've really enjoyed doing it and, and have no plans for it to go anywhere. As always, if there's anything you want to hear us discuss, if there's anybody that you want to hear us, have on and come join us. If you want to come on and have a chat with us about anything, let us know, get in touch. I'll put the Instagram links in the comments or in the show notes. You obviously know where the Valesco Instagram account is by now. And if you prefer to email, by all means, however you are most comfortable getting in contact, we would love to hear from you. I think that brings today to a close. So it's goodbye from me. Goodbye from Ellie. And we will see you again soon. Have a lovely day.